Hello and welcome. I'm Patricia and you're listening to the Philosophy, Friends and Food podcast. The show that will give you something to think about, provide a different perspective and possibly teach you something new. Thank you so much for stopping by and enjoy the show. On today's episode, we'll be having a conversation with Mr. Jeff Jacobson. He is a man of many talents and happens to be my co-worker. Sit back and enjoy. Well, hello. Thanks for being on the show, Jeff. How are you? Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me, Patricia. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you're very welcome. So I invited you on the show today because I feel that um, the listeners will enjoy hearing your story and they may possibly learn a thing or two. Well, let's not get too carried away. Well, let hold on to your hat. Let's see. They just might. (laughs) So for the listeners, um, we're co-workers. And that said, you know, we work in retail and um, there's people that work in retail. It's, it's just a whole other ball of wax. It's a whole other monster. And the craziness and the sometimes outrageous things we see and experience are just, um, you can write a book. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so, it does take a, a particular set of skills, I think you could say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, for example, I remember uh, one incident when I was working, there was a, a dad and their child. And while they were walking past me, the dad told his child, see, that's why you need to get an education. <laughs> I think, and I remember, and I'm thinking, okay, so that member just assumed that just because I was changing the trash, I was uneducated. Well, yeah. my hope today is that we're about to debunk that stereotype and let the world know that Costco employees are so much more than their name badge. So that yes. said, Jeff, tell us, tell us what your life was like before you had the honor of wearing a Costco badge. Oh, um, it was uh, kind of full because I didn't, um, I didn't start at Costco until, well, I'm trying to remember, um, I was in my 40s. Okay. Um, somewhere around in there. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember exactly. Um, and so it was... Um, well, the quick version is I was uh, I was born in uh, Northern California, mm-hmm. uh, pretty pretty rural, um, small small very small town. Um, my kids go to a high school that was bigger than my town. Um, wow, <laughs> nice. And, and uh, but it was beautiful, beautiful country and stuff. And um, you know, I was able to. Lived. I was able to in high school. I lived in Australia for a year, and that that really kind of opened my eyes in a lot of different ways, and uh, showed me there was a big old world out there. And then, well, I think I was about. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna interrupt no, for go. a second because you were in high school. What took you to Australia for a whole year? Um, I think it was a that I got the idea from a buddy of mine who wanted to be an exchange student and but he wanted to also be in the Air Force and they said uh, no uh, you cannot live outside the, the the country for that long and um, I didn't I didn't I wasn't going to go into the armed forces and thought wow, that sounds pretty cool and so I kind of stole the idea and um, Ended up in in Melbourne, Australia. 
and uh, it really changed my life in a lot of lot of different ways, in ways that kind of continues to reverberate. Uh, you know, one of my best friends, he lives there. Um, so it's um, that was that was a pretty cool um, thing. And then I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I knew I wanted to be. I'd always been into. Books and movies and monsters.、Uh, that was a big, big,、okay. big thing. Yeah,、um, that was yeah, that was a always a big part of my life. And、um, so、uh, I didn't I didn't want to go to Southern California for variety reasons, but、okay. and I ended up in Chicago. Okay.、Um, because they had a film school here that was open admissions,、mm-hmm. and、um, and so I went, I went there and got a film degree and wrote wrote some scripts and things, and and just didn't know what to do with myself. And, okay.、Um, I ended up in、uh, Taiwan for a while teaching English, because、um, all you needed was a, a college degree. Right. And.、Um, And that was that was really cool, but I still I didn't、uh, I was pretty I don't know again you know I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and came back and worked、uh, at a bookstore for a while.、Um, okay, it was very very cool, independent science fiction,、uh, fantasy and horror bookstore. I got to meet some some really cool writers,、um, and didn't. Again, and then ended up going back when I was in my late twenties. I went back to、uh, school and got my master's、uh, in fiction writing. Okay, so you、uh, know I have to ask you, how did you? What made、yeah. you decide to go to Taiwan? Um, there. It, you know, strangely enough, there I I had graduated and as an undergrad, I didn't know what I was going to do. Okay.、Um, I just I I didn't know what I was what was happening and.、Um, There was a guy from my hometown who had gone over there at some point, and he and he married a, a woman, and they'd had a child, and they opened a, a school. Oh! And、um, I think I interviewed. I, I flew back home to to visit my folks, or I was back home for I can't even remember.、Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just interviewed with them, and so that's how that happened. And so they'd opened a school in、um, Gaosheng, which is. Uh, it's a city on Taiwan's an island, and, and it's、mm-hmm. sort of on the bottom. It's the second largest city, and it's on kind of the bottom edge、um, of the island. And it was a again, it was very, very cool. Really opened my eyes. I'm sorry. No, no.、Oh, how did、sorry. how did that experience change you? <sighs> um, that's a really good question, and I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. It just sort of, again, broadened my experiences, broadened my horizons. Really、um, taught me to just sort of be.、Uh, I, I think. I think travel. What does Mark Twain say? say、uh, travel is fatal to prejudice.、Yes. And. Being there, it is. It was such a different culture. Just, just simple things like food was so was quite a bit different. Just from day to day things, and it, and it was just it's it to 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 take yourself out of a comfort zone and put yourself into a completely different environment.、Uh, it, it you learn 
hopefully a little bit more about yourself. Um, I don't know if I did. It took a while for me. I mean, maybe I'm, I might be a slow learner. Um, but, but, but I think it, it just taught me to be more open-minded and, 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 you know, people have so many, the, the people's backgrounds and experiences are just infinite. So yeah. you just, you just never know. Um, wow. Okay. And and uh, so yeah, I ended up. I really, if, more than anything, I think I missed the food. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's... I mean, I mean, the people were fantastic and lovely yeah. and, and 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 awesome. Yeah, but oh, man, but that food miss... though. Yeah, street food. I mean, I had some interesting stuff. Certainly, that I probably wouldn't try again. But I'd want to. You know, I tried it once. And, um, that was enough, but I, I miss I miss just the basic, yeah, just the basic, you know, Taiwanese basic food. Wow! So it's like I, I imagine it was um, every meal was like an adventure almost. Sometimes, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you settle into a routine, and I got good at like it was very cheap. It was actually cheaper to eat um, off of, say, one of the street vendors or one of the markets or something mm -hmm. than it was. The place I was living didn't even have a kitchen, Ooh. Um, so I got I got really. But it was so it was maybe two bucks for dinner, and I would eat a whole. Uh, I got really good at eating um, like noodles out of plastic bags. Okay. So, for an example of just how kind of just, just things are different, you know. Yeah. Um, I got pretty good at that with chopsticks, eating okay. noodles out of plastic bags. Yeah. New skill. So there, there, yeah, there you go. Um, I don't even remember what was. Where did I get? I got sidetracked. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, I just I was asking about. Sorry, that's on me. No. So you were you graduated and then you went to Taiwan. You were, it seemed like you were trying to find yourself, what you're, what you wanted yeah, to do I with think your that's life, probably your purpose. Good, yeah, and um, and I think that is. Yeah, I think that's a probably a fair assessment. I knew I wanted to tell stories. I just didn't quite know what I was doing um, until then. I went back to school and started to actually really learn the craft. And um, and the teachers they kind of said, "Hey, would you uh, would you be a tutor first? And then they invited me to to be a teacher as well. Very nice. That was graduate school, correct? Yes. Yeah. And so after graduate school, I started teaching, but just part time. That's the problem. I, I, I. Well, I was writing novels and I was getting published, which was very cool. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just it was perhaps not the kind of novels that the schools would like. They, they, they would probably not want to advertise. Okay. I, I don't know. I think they would. I think because the, the the novels. I, I'm just like I said. I love monsters, and scary stuff, okay. And okay. crime, and bad people doing bad things. Okay. And um, I like that fictional stuff. Real okay. stuff. No thanks. But but when it's all made up, I love it. And um, so I. I I don't know. It was a little difficult to, and I think everybody and their cousin got their MFAs at the same time, right around the oh. early two thousands. It seemed like, and there was just I I just 
didn't have jobs and so um i i just worked part-time and i was kind of a uh, i worked and taught and i was a stay-at-home dad because i had uh, young kids um, oh, okay that must have been a challenge you were juggling a few things there but I yeah to- i think i think that's probably fair to say yeah and i was trying to write and stuff too and so i you know had a few books coming out you know every so often okay um, yeah okay so you said the the books you were writing were not thing were not books that they would have in school so you said it well was yeah they weren't i mean for for at least for these colleges and universities okay they liked they were much i think they were they wanted to attract students with let's say more literary kind of authors rather than you know somebody like me who was writing about monsters oh. god you know <laughs> that that kind of ridiculousness oh so. okay so you mentioned that in high school you were you you did mention that high school right before you went to Australia or whatever you mentioned liking being into monsters and writing and stuff what drew mm-hmm. you to that genre i don't know it's been really? with me ever since yeah really? i i don't know yeah i couldn't tell you what it is um a famous horror director says it's like folks that like roller coasters some people do and some people don't and i he can't he couldn't he doesn't know and i i'm not sure why i mean there's some i don't know ideas maybe that very deep but it's hard to tell i there was something i think it was it was a form of kind of an escape Oh, is um, you know, but I liked uh, yeah, it started when I was very young with like Godzilla and oh, King Kong and yes. the, the creature features on yes. Saturday afternoon kind of things. Yeah. I mean, we lived so far out in the country that we had three channels. Uh CBS, ABC and PBS. And that was it. Wow. And and so my grandparents who lived in town Ooh, they had fancy. actual channels from San Francisco which was yes very exciting and so that's how I got to start to see some of the the big monster movies from the 50s and stuff and then from then on uh there was just no no turning back um, I just ate it ate it up and from wow. the 50s you know as I got older then I was in the 60s and then yeah. you know in high school I started you know 60s and 70s and 80s into the more sort of extreme yeah. um, uh, horror movies and yeah and I've been a lifelong lifelong fan wow and yeah a lot of my a lot of my friends still that's that's kind of what they do for a living so really uh, yeah yeah interesting so mm-hmm. you mentioned about the 50s i used to watch um like twilight zone and outer limits oh, yes. that's that's what yes. i love absolutely I watch yes twilight zone all day long so but that wasn't i guess that when maybe back then it was considered horror i don't think it was compared to what's out there now what would you say the difference between horror films now and ones back in the 50s and 60s wow wow oh, boy <laughs> i i you know i think probably academics probably written books on this but i i i think it's just sort of you know it's in I, that is a very good question. I don't oh, okay. know. Oh, okay. We'll take the time. <laughs> Think it over. <laughs> um, you know, I think the 
part of it too is these days I'm trying to think of like it seems like nowadays it's it's more um I don't want to say kind of like satanic more like or more in your face I don't know more darker and back well, then I don't know if it was because there wasn't the technology wasn't that good back then or what but Yeah, I think Yeah, well, I think you have to work, you have to reach a little farther to to shock people and scare people because yes. we we live in a in a world where we have information bombarding us at all times and we have this information coming to us from our phones you know from from something that we keep in our pocket and right. we we have in we have this we, we just just take the news for example just how horrible and horrifying yes. that is and then try and compare it to you know a, a horror movie well that that horror movies kind of kind of work at it a little bit but mm. to, to compete with it and i can only imagine i wasn't around the 50s but i'm sure things were fairly scary because there was this this looming sort of lingering threat of of nuclear devastation and that's where a lot of that unease comes from but i i think that if that you weren't i'm just taking stab that you weren't quite as bombarded with information you know mm-hmm. um Yeah. I think what you said you you hit hit it on the nail. Um it's like the world right today it's so it's commonplace. <laughs> Things that you see in horror films it's you know all the gore, yeah. all the violence, it's not a big deal. So you I think you're right, you know, the movies have to compete with that. Yes. Yeah. It's it's tough to compete when you can when a kid can go online and see, you know, decapitation videos for real oh, I, oh. I just yes I, how do you compete with that you you have to come up with different ways and and I think you were asking sort of why people like horror movies and, mm-hmm. and I said you know maybe it's an escape and 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 I and some people sort of suggested it's sort of a it's a safe uh rehearsal for our deaths we're not going to get hurt but it's mm-hmm. a safe It's just safe we we get to go through it and it makes us feel a little bit better. Oh, I need you to elaborate on that. Well, sometimes we feel like, you know, a good a good a good scare raises our heart rate, right? It's a mm-hmm. pulse racing and yeah. afterwards you feel <clears throat> I have a few endorphins going. Mm-hmm. You, know, you feel you can feel You're better like you've survived something you've, you've oh, lived through something almost okay. you know you've you've um you got through it I, yeah i i don't know i i don't know but i do know that i i get a kick out of it <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's kind of like analyzing comedy well what makes this funny i don't know i yeah it's just tell you Yeah, I guess because it's so far from from what I'm into. Like, I, I like mm. comedies. I like um, I like documentaries. I like you know. Food. Well, I love all that stuff too. I I, I a, a good story. That's, yes, that's the main yes, thing. exactly. A good story in in whatever form. But I just yeah, so I was just curious. Now, have you ever written anything any other genres, or this is just your specialty, or? 
this this kind of this is sort of how everything kind of turns out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And I feel bad. I, you know, my dad. I was trying to think of a dog story, and I just <laughs> I come I came up with a dog story, but it's not. It was not the kind of thing he was talking about. You oh, know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it just sort of happened. I can't. It, it just that's just sort of how things turn out. That's you know? funny. Um, <laughs> you start off yeah. fluffy and then not so much fluffy. Exactly. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fluffy turns into Cujo. Yeah. There you. <laughs> Are you still writing? Are you still writing books? Oh sure. Oh yeah. Um, oh, very nice. Uh, my new one actually comes out next month. Oh, and people could find it. Uh, any pretty much. Well, it's only an ebook because, uh, yeah, that's what the publisher wanted to go with, and、uh, so it's only an ebook.、Um, but you can get it at you know Amazon or、uh, Barnes and Noble. I wish you could. I wish I could send folks to independent bookstores and,、yeah. and, and pick them up.、So. But、um, you know, if you can find independent bookstores online, then fantastic. But、uh, it's out there, or Um, you know, reach out and I'll、okay. see if I can find one. Okay,、know. so where? I mean, what's、oh, the it's, name it's, of the it's, book? Oh, it's it's it's. I I am a fantastic salesman. See, that's that's the the thing I I, I should have gone into <laughs> is sales. Yeah,、uh, it's out there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. It, it's well. It's called Buzzkill, and it is a story.、Um, I think I saw one. Somebody, somebody reviewed it, or some reviewer pointed out it was like、uh, Conair meets Murder Hornets, and it's kind of that was a little bit that that wasn't that's not too far off. I pitched it. Almost as the Dirty Dozen meets the Swarm to my editor,、okay. who's、um, that—that's more his generation. And、okay. he's like, "Oh, okay." So it is. Yes,、um, it is full of、uh, giant wasps that mutilate people in horrible ways, and the good guys and bad guys that that try to fight their way through it. And、um, so, yeah, I think people know right off if that sounds like fun or not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do warn people. I really do because my books can be—I I, don't—I forget sometimes.、Okay. And what makes me laugh is sometimes a little、um, darker than. Yeah, a bit much, a bit much for <laughs> folks. And so I try to—I'd love folks to read my books, but I try to give them a warning.、Um, The very first, the very first review for this one said that it was、uh, tasteless and offensive, which I thought, well, that's a little harsh, but maybe、right. I don't know.、Right. But there, there you go. <laughs> so it made me, it made me laugh. I'm like,、oh, okay, well, good. Well,、Off、they read it. Good start. Yep. So yes. Go. Yeah. Oh, and then yes, they they read it. Oh, that that particular review. They gave away a joke in literally the last paragraph of the book. Oh!、Like, you could have given another one away. I wouldn't have minded it so much. But I mean, not that it was even. I'm not even saying it was a good joke. But, but was, still, I think it might have been the very last line. Oh well. So then, 
what I'm hearing you say, what I, it's, this is interesting because what I'm hearing you say is, it feels like your your books are like typical. You have like some humor in there as well. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It is. They are. They are extremely meant. They're, they're not meant to be serious whatsoever. Okay. No, not. I mean, maybe a little, but it's. There's a lot of um, other reviews that I've gotten. Are starting to pick up that it is sort of a satire and a bit of a commentary on oh. kind of modern life. And I, I mean, I had a lot of fun in how the different, let's say, networks, the news networks, would cover the the threat of the the mutant. Uh, well, everybody keeps calling them murder hornets, but they're okay. actually wasps. Okay. Um, and it's so, and it's so, it's it's it was just fun to. Play with how the news networks were dealing with the crisis and stuff because when I was really writing a lot of it was during the last um, uh, presidency and there was a lot of daily chaos and yes. I think a lot of that ended up in the that that. I, I, I think invariably, and then that ended up in the in the book. I, I couldn't help it at times. So uh, then, yeah. so you, oh, okay. So you draw from um, current events as well and throw that in the mix. Yeah, sometimes I don't have a choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of anger, anger at what I see as sort of injustice. And, and that ends up in there too, often in the form of satire. And I know, <laughs> I know sometimes it just doesn't, it doesn't maybe communicate, or I'm not, mm, I'm not explaining myself well enough. Uh, you know, um, I'm doing a poor job of of getting across what's in my head. But I, you know, but that ends up in there as well. That that happens. So do you do you feel? Because I know when I'm feeling a certain way and I write, I feel like okay, I just had my therapy session. I feel better. Yeah. Do oh, you yeah. feel better sure. as well? Oh, you bet. Oh, yes. Like you no got it off you. your chest. Woof. Yes, sometimes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, would you say that? Because you know, again, I know you current events are in your books. Would you say what what makes you pick up your pen in the first place? Is a story pop in your head? Or do you have a thought? Like with me, I'll have like sometimes there'll be sentences in my head. I'm like, oh, okay, I got to write that down, and then I keep going. How was it, it for you? It well, usually I've kind of well, the novels are sort of longer projects, and they 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 probably take me uh, at least a year if I'm working straight through. Wow. Um, this last one. I, I started and stopped it so many times, and just it, it took a while. But um, I I often start with kind of for me it's stories, and and it's all comes with sometimes it'll be images, but a lot of times it's just the simple what if what if this happens? Okay. I mean I'm I'm chewing on a on a story right now. From work, I, I have parking lot stories. I have oh, parking lot scary sure stories. Yes, I have a <laughs> I have a ghost story set in the winter time in the parking lot. I have um, I'm working on one right now because people there's something about our particular Costco and lot the way it sits that mm -hmm. folks um, 
they can't find their cars. <laughs> and I don't know. It is often about three, four times a week. One of us is sort of helping one of the cart guys. You know, we're helping. Aww. We're helping a member track down their car. Um, you hear, and those are just the ones we're finding. And you hear people like、uh, setting their setting their alarms off all the time because they can't find them. And I, there, to me, there's something. There's a story in there somehow. I、oh, just haven't、yes. figured it out yet、um, about、is. what what is what is going on.、Um, but you know, of course, with me, it's going to be something horrible. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just how things happen. But of course, oh, I, so I that's that so. There's an example of.、Uh, uh, well, God, yeah, I don't know how long that one's been floating, waiting for me. I don't know.、Right、still,、now. just. Yeah, because that's going to be a good one. <laughs> there's there's a lot of stories at Costco for sure. Yeah. Have you ever written anything with like a like、um, one of the characters is based on a Costco、uh, like I don't know employee or member? <laughs> um. I mean, you don't have to say any names if it's a coworker. <laughs> no, no, not. I don't. Not, you know what? If I did, it wasn't intentional. Oh.、Okay. Um. So no, it wasn't. There wasn't anything intentional that I could think of. There was. I mean, I will say that there's a few cart guys' names in the books because sometimes I just stop. I just get tired of making up names for characters,、mm-hmm. or they're only going to be in there for a few pages. So,、oh, yeah.、Funny. Like、uh, you'll you'll recognize you know like a couple of FBI agents in the book. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, so it was my way, just sort of, of kind of. I don't think anyone else outside of you know, it's just the, the few people who、right. actually know know me and and know these guys. But、um, yeah, so that's that was just、oh, me being just kind of having some fun. It's like、uh, comedians say, "Be careful what you say about them, because it might end up in their routine." Oh yeah, sure. It's like, yeah. Well, be careful; it might end up in your book, or I might find that. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> so, but I had another question about your books. Okay. Is there is there always like it seems like there's a good guy, bad guy component in that? Would you say that's accurate? Yeah. Oh, oh sure.、Okay. I'm I'm not too well. For the most part, I I like my heroes to be pretty flawed,、um, okay. and and starting from、um, serious disadvantages、um, in、oh. in Buzzkill. I'd say the two heroes. One Jen is a she's a homologist. She's a grad student. I can't even remember now. It was the beginning of the book, and she she ends up, you know, kind of saving the day. Oh, spoiler! Anyway, but I know, I, I know, big, big shocker. Yeah,、um, you know, she's she's sort of an outcast at her university or in her department in some ways,、mm-hmm. and、uh, the the guy that the the goofball hero,、uh, he is actually.、Um, An army prisoner, and、oh. they get they get him is his prison bus. They get stuck on the on the 
on the freeway when the wasps attack, and the the bulletproof glass is what kind of saves,、uh, kind of gives the the prisoners sort of、um, an advantage. Oh, and、uh, <laughs> wow.、Um, so, but the but、uh, yeah, there. I mean, for the most part, I want folks. Look, this is I want folks, except for one particular book. The the heroes are pretty. The villains are horrible. I mean, they're bad. I make the villains as bad as possible,、um, and except for my my second book, the hero is—I can't even use. The, it's definitely an anti-hero. He's—he's he's not somebody. He starts out really bad. It's—it's it's a story of redemption. Oh, I love those. So he starts well, off bad and ends up good, kind of.、Mm, he starts off bad and. Depending upon your philosophy, if killing a whole bunch of bad people and、oh. makes him slightly better, then yes. <laughs> okay, maybe. I I don't know if you could. It it's sort of he's trying to make some bad mistakes and he tries to correct it. Yeah, I, I don't even know. It was a crime thing. It was my. One sort of non-monster goofball thing by one kind of dark, dark one. So, what's the name of that one? That one is called Food Chain. Food Chain. Okay. Yeah, that is about a <clears throat> a guy who <clears throat> helps organize a series of、uh, exotic animal hunts in a, through a small town. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a rough one. I will、okay. that that one that one has probably my. Strongest warning for folks. Okay, and do you put the warnings on the book, or you just kind of? No, I just try to. <laughs> I don't know. This that's part、Parental. of my sales pitch. I think is what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, you can. I, I realized actually, like,、uh, you can go to like say Amazon, and you can read the first. Twenty twenty-five pages of things,、um, and I always tell students, people, hey, check it out. You know, see if it's your cup of tea.、Yeah. If it isn't, well, then you haven't, you know, you haven't wasted any money. That's true. That's true. But probably by by that time, they're already drawn into the story. I would imagine after twenty-five pages, they're already in. Well, that's that's the idea, right? <laughs> so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, but who knows? Yeah. Wow! So you're still writing. Well, good for you. Are you still teaching? Yes, yes. I、uh, I still am teaching.、Yeah. And what are you? What class are you teaching? Um, this one, this this semester, I'm just gonna teach one class. I kind of dialed it down a little bit.、Uh, last semester, I taught three, and that was、Ooh. that was way too much. Um, and so this time,、uh, they've got me doing、uh, something called Foundations of Creative Writing, where Uh, I'm gonna, I don't know, introduce the students to things like poetry and creative nonfiction and fiction. Just very broad, real, real, you know, kind of. It, it's gonna be a very fun class. Oh, I'm sure. Now that for that's for. Do you teach graduates or undergraduates? Um, or used to be grad students. It used to be both, but、mm-hmm. then、uh, Columbia decided that、uh, full time.、Uh, Professors should be teaching grad students, but it was interesting. Grad students, when we had both grad and non and undergrad in in classes, it was really 
it was really good actually it was really I would it, think it so. helped both both it was yeah it was a yeah I could see that it was a positive experience yeah yeah it really helped each other um, so what do you think well what do you like most about um teaching I I I teach workshops so they're not lectures or oh, you know anything okay. I mean I can lecture but I mean uh-huh. I can get up there and ramble on and bore everybody <laughs> to tears oh yeah um but <laughs> what I do is well what we call workshops it's a little bit different but everybody kind of sits in a semicircle and and there's more I'm more of just kind of a coach or facilitator kind of a thing I'm giving a, a kind of I'm giving sort of coachings and suggestions and things and there's different we're doing different kind of um games really. Oh, that that's that's all they are is exercises. Okay. Games, play games with words, play games with images, sometimes gestures even. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's there's a lot of play and I think that's what I enjoy is kind of engaging and pulling the students out and seeing them start to have fun. Yeah. Wow. Start seeing them to start to actually really feel the power of their own words and things yeah. that can be that that's what I like. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a yeah. really cool class. <laughs> yeah, it is. It it should be a lot of fun. I mean, well, it I, should, but we both know not all professional yeah. you know <laughs> well, it's fine hey everybody does does it differently i suppose so. i suppose yes yeah. so <laughs> what if you could do i don't know what other profession than what you're doing now would you ever attempt or just think about not necessarily do it if any i mean you might be quite content with what you're doing now well i mean i i suppose the ultimate goal would be to get paid enough to, for writing that you just right you know um but unfortunately there's this is the you know the real world awaits and um you know i i i like teaching and it it's it's fun but it doesn't pay for things that Costco does like yeah. health insurance stuff yeah. like that i mean mm-hmm. that's just that's just the reality of of things that's the reality of any any you know writer struggling you know anybody in the arts trying to struggle um right and i that's something i try to really talk honestly with the students about as well and um mm-hmm. that's just part of it um i don't know i if i if i were to do something totally different Mhm. Boy. Something with food? <laughs> <laughs> probably you know, probably something pretty isolated and something off in the wilderness, either as some sort of scientist observer, researcher or and a forest ranger thing I don't know. Oh wow. Maybe maybe just cuz the older I get the, the the more I like animals. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're better know. than people sometimes, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So you did say you grew up in the country. Yes. So yes, when I you did. think of country, um I guess most people we think of like down south. 
Alabama, mm-hmm. Tennessee, you know, but we don't think mm-hmm. of Northern California. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I there's a there's a valley up through the middle of Northern California called the Sacramento Valley. It has mm-hmm. some of the most Northern California has some of the most fertile uh, farmland in the world because of the, uh-huh. the volcanoes there, Shasta and Lassen. And mm-hmm. so where I grew up was my immediate surroundings, at least for 20 miles in one maybe 30 miles in one direction it was was flat mm-hmm. and fields and orchards and cattle and sheep but there were mountains to the to the west to the north and to the east and so you could within an hour you could, in the winter time you know it didn't snow there or anything mm-hmm. it was um but you could be up in mountains into the snow and then um if you crossed over the Sierra mountain uh, range uh, you could be at the ocean wow. which is the the redwoods and stuff like mm-hmm. that and that's where we'd spend the summer so, uh, yeah that was an important place um but 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 really it was it was very the the, the you know um it was very midwestern the town itself was kind of it was very flat and square mm-hmm. and um everything's you know at right angles yeah sounds beautiful oh it is it is of course you you take it take everything for granted yeah, when you're growing up there yeah because that's all you know yeah so then your goal is to get back there when you retire or I, you know that's a good question again i think i'm still figuring that out Yeah, that's okay. I'm still figuring things out too at my age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully one day we'll get it together, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, but at this point I'm not going to hold my breath. Right. <laughs> no, no, Costco needs you. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you mustn't. You mustn't. No, but so seriously, on a serious note, what what would you like a member? I mean, Have you had any like okay I talked to everybody as you know um and I've had and that's, and and I should say that's probably the only reason that we're talking now is because you probably came up and talked to me. I... <laughs> yes because I am I I mean I know I I'm aware of kind of my appearance and and how I look and sound but I, I'm super shy and the idea of small talk just uh-huh. saying hello to somebody it, it just it fills me with such terror you have no idea really? oh yeah yeah and so i'm happy being quiet and, <laughs> and sort of you know look i'm if anybody talks to me i'm more than happy to chat with sure. them and talk to them but but if it requires me to go up to somebody and say hello i not going to happen uh, yeah i mean i'd rather just slam my foot in the car door you know I, i'm terrible at it. i don't know why it scares me so bad so it's a good thing that you said hello yeah where you know, um, so. have you always been like that yeah pretty much i mean i hide it when i have to okay um sure but you know you just yeah and and being a teacher i can slip into it's like acting kind of you slip in you pretend to be somebody else kind of a thing um you know when i get into teaching mode i'm i kind of i i don't know it 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 helps but when i'm 
just cart guy. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I gotta be quiet. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> no, no, I don't mind. Look, hey, I love talking to people. It's just, please don't expect me to gotcha. say, you right. know, the, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, hi, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Okay. But so, but I'm yeah. <laughs> I have to ask you then. So okay. yeah. I I know your sweetheart. She works at the Costco by me, and I oh, think yeah. she's just a doll. Uh, I won't she say her is. name, but yeah. she is just a doll, and she's friendly. How did you talk to her, or did she come up to you? <gasps> I I met her in 1992, uh, spring of '92, and it was the. One time in my life that I actually went up to a girl. Oh. Yeah, it was the one time that I actually went up to somebody, and it was just because I'd seen her. It was in the dormitory, and we, there was a party going on, and and I think there'd just been like a fight or something between two chuckleheads,、okay. and so I think I was able to kind of use. I think I was able to say, you know. Something because I'm such a brilliant charmer here, <laughs> you know.、Um, I was able to actually say something about, you know, that it actually gave me something to talk about.、So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So that would be that. I think is how I. I think that's. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. You think? Okay. Well, you know, I'm going <laughs> to ask her. No, I'm kidding. I well, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, like I said, it was thirty years ago. And then you reconnected. I mean, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um I I was you know once I I I'd been married and、um, you know divorced and it's been my on my own for a while and and、mm-hmm. I can't I can't even remember. It might have been through Facebook or something like that. You know and so yeah we just、uh, oh. yeah. That's that's so sweet. I think. Yeah, I feel very.、Uh, I feel very lucky. Yes. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. Well, there you go.、Uh, so, is there a question I didn't ask you that you'd like the listeners to know about you? Oh boy. I.、Um... Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I、um, I have no idea. Okay. Well, I have one more question for you. Okay. <laughs> you said you had two kids, and、yes. uh, I remember reading on Amazon. It was so funny. I, do you write your own bio on Amazon? Under yes. The, because, oh, okay. Yeah. So you said something like you have two awesome、else. kids that are.、Yeah. I think you said something like probably a lot cooler than you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they, are. Are they? they are. They、uh, are. My son is、uh, a senior, and my daughter is a sophomore in high school. Wow.、Yes. Those are interesting they, times. They, they, they really are. It's fun. They're, they're. Coming their own unique little human beings.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they have been all along, but it's really starting to become. Their personalities are just just blossoming, and and it's it's a lot of fun to really see kind of the character、yeah. who they are, and, and yeah, that that's that's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Do either of them want to follow in your footsteps, writer, teacher, traveler? I, 
I think in some ways all of them, and in some ways none. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think they've seen, you know, they've seen that、um, you know my master's degree wasn't cheap,、mm-hmm. and I'm still working at paying it、mm-hmm. back. And I think, you know, I I'm very honest with them. I'm like, look, it took me this long to figure this particular thing out. Don't be like me, you know.、Mm-hmm. Um, and and so. I know everybody has to kind of make their own, own mistakes, but、right. you try to you try to say, "Hey, this is try and learn, you know, what what you can from my mistakes, please." Yeah, don't you? Yeah, as a parent, I totally get that because I think I've made all these mistakes, and I'm thinking, "Ooh, I hope my kids don't." And not like like you, I'm very honest as well. But I see, like, I'll see my son doing. I'm thinking, dude, I just. I made that、yeah. stupid mistake. What are you doing? Did you not learn? <laughs>、uh, yeah, yeah. And you want it to sort of. You didn't want to make. You know, you want that mistake to to to, to、yeah. count for something. You know, right.、Um, sometimes it just. It's hard because they have、yeah. to find their way and and. I guess But mistakes. I I saw great, just an interesting kind of thought that mistakes、mm-hmm. are. An important part of life because you you can't learn unless you make mistakes. It's true that you you just simply don't really learn anything unless you make mistakes.、Mm-hmm. And learning is how we change and, yeah, and grow. Know, change and grow. Yeah,、mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So I I you know as long as it's not fatal. Right. <laughs> it's like well. Oh, you don't hurt anybody else. Yeah, yeah. We want the best for our kids, and sometimes、sure. they fall flat on their faces to figure it out. But exactly,、yeah. we'll be there to clean them up and give them a hug and dust them off. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, Jeff, thank you, thank you so much, and I hope people understand that.、Oh, so、oh no, it was my pleasure. I I understand that time is a gift, and I know you're with your kids today, so I really, really, really appreciate your time. And oh, hoping, of course, sure, no problem. Oh, and I'm hoping that when they see us now, they'll say, "Oh, wait a second, there's there's more behind the badge. It's not just what they're doing that defines who they are." So、yes. we're just there for the benefits. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's there is a there is a mercenary side of me that yes, absolutely, it's just the realistic side. But I I do enjoy. I mean, as much as I pretend to sort of be a. Cranky, curmudgeon.、Um, I do. I do enjoy people.、Um, yeah, I do.、Um, so, yeah. You know, if anybody's listening, they want to come say howdy and ask me questions. Then, by all means, I am always happy to to chat. I love、um, it. So, yeah, as long as they initiate it. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's that's all they got to do. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> the door's open. They have to walk through it. Yep. Yeah, but I'm I'm sitting in the office. Yeah. There you go. So. <laughs> All right, Jeff. I'm gonna let you go. But again, thank you, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you, and I guess I'll see you in a couple of days. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. You take care, Patricia. You have、thank、a good day. So、one. much.、Mm-hmm. All right. Bye bye. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Philosophy Friends and Food Podcast. 
If you like what you heard, make sure to share with your friends and to subscribe so you don't miss any of the goodness. Remember, when you know whose you are, you know who you are. Thanks again.